You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's continue the Andrew Luck conversation with our injury analyst, Will Carroll, Media Relations Director for Modus Global. Well, thanks for taking the time. Let's get your general reaction to the news from Indy that the Colts are shutting down Andrew Luck for the rest of the year. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise in the timing of it, but, you know, they've waited, they've waited, they've talked to all the doctors. Uh, Andrew and the team have come to the decision, and he's just not going to play. Now, hearing from Ballard saying this really doesn't change anything, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm about to say and say that I'm, I'm saying he's lying. I'm just saying this absolutely does change things. Uh, he's not going to play. He's going to be off the field for essentially a year and a half. That, that's going to have an effect on you. We don't know what the situation Why did he not be able to come back? Why is there uh, swelling and stiffness in the back of the shoulder? Um, did something go wrong? Uh, did it not go wrong? Or is it just not at a point? Why is this taking longer? And what's the next step? Yeah, they're saying he's going to continue his rehab in a couple of places. That's a weird statement. Uh, they're saying there's no surgery planned, but obviously that's you know, the, really the worst case because there's just nobody that's come back from a second labrum surgery. Uh, so you know, this is going to be an interesting one. And the problem just don't have enough information. They're not giving us enough, which gives us this wide range of possibility. I think I said it last week. From the time this happened, we knew it was going to be, it's possible he could play tomorrow or he could never play again. Well, I can tell you now he's not going to play this season. They've at least limited it now. But I don't know if he's going to be ready for training camp. I don't know if he's going to be ready for week one of next year. And I don't know that he's ever going to play again. So we still have that wide, wide range of uh, things, which means the crazy speculation. Did he get hurt in a snowboarding accident? Did his sister's brother's cousin run into him in an Uber? Uh, you know, there, there's all these crazy rumors around Indianapolis. And I just wish they, they'd lay it down, say, here's what happened. Here's what's going on. Here's where we are. The same way we see from teams like Kansas City. It, doesn't, it certainly doesn't put the Chiefs at, at a disadvantage. The other thing uh, with this is with the Colts, they have been the single worst team over the last decade in terms of preventing uh, and containing injuries. Single worst. If you're the single worst at anything, I don't care what it is, you better change that about your team. Uh, this isn't one bad year. This isn't, you know, no pun intended, uh, bad luck. This is a decade of being the worst at something. If they don't take a hard look and replace some people, they're doing the team and the fans a disservice. Well, when you look at Chris Hogan, he was becoming one of the targets uh, for Tom Brady. That was that was really good. He and Brandon Cooks were coming on yeah. well uh, for him, but he ended up getting a shoulder injury, and they're saying they're not requiring any surgery. Uh, how severe is it? Is it? And uh, when do you think you end up seeing him back on the field? Yeah, it's going to be tough because he's going to have to have some form uh, and fashion. Uh, of, of function in it. He's going to have to be able to reach up. He's going to be ha- have to be able to uh, you know, go up for the ball, to pull it down, and to hold on to it. So this isn't going to be something that's quick, um, but it, it is going to be a question of how long is it going to take before he comes, he comes back. Obviously, not having surgery uh, is certainly a positive, but beyond that, uh, you know, it can be a very wide range. I don't think it's going to be that long. Uh, first question is function. Uh, second question is going to be pain. And, and usually, uh, as you well know, Cordell, 
football players are willing to play with an, an incredible amount of pain. Andrianos, Will Carroll's our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, let's go back to Sunday in New Orleans. What happened to Zach Miller of the Bears, and uh, how scary was that entire situation? Very. Uh, you know, he very literally could have died there on the field. Uh, you've got to give every piece of credit to the Chicago Bears medical staff uh, and to the New Orleans Saints medical staff because you know you, you hope it never happens, but you have a plan of action. You know where the EMS is. You know how, where the card is. You know, everything that would happen if this kind of injury, if a spinal injury, if any sort of, of terrible thing happens on the field. And that came off pretty much flawlessly, as far as I could tell. Here's what happened. His knee dislocated, uh, gruesome. You saw it bend in a way it's just not supposed to bend. And when that happened, you worry about everything inside, specifically nerves and blood vessels, because they're going to get stretched and in some cases pinched or torn. Now, we saw this with Teddy Bridgewater. They had to treat it as if something had happened to the blood vessels or or the nerves, and luckily for him, neither happened. Uh, If you go beyond that, uh, with Zach Miller, the popliteal artery, which runs down the back of the knee uh, and feeds both the lower leg and the foot, that tore. They said it looked shredded. So they had to go in there, uh, basically make sure he didn't bleed out. Uh, so that was the first concern, making sure that Zach Miller doesn't die on the field. Um, and they, uh, people I've talked to said they saw signs immediately there was internal bleeding. So they rushed him to the hospital, they got everything done, and they had to harvest an artery and put it in place. Now, I, I can't even sew up socks. These guys are sewing arteries back on, um, and he has a, a four- to six-inch portion behind the knee where on either side they basically you know, fixed a pipe. And now they have to wait for it to heal. And because, you know, if it doesn't heal perfectly, he, he's going to lose that leg. Uh, they're going to do everything they can to make sure he doesn't move. Uh, yeah, they put him in an external fixator, which is kind of like two halos screwed into the bone above and below the knee. Uh, it, it's brutal. So I hope he's got some good books or a Netflix subscription because uh, Zach's not going anywhere for a while. But he has his life. He has his leg. And he does have a real shot at coming back and playing football if he wishes to do so. Speaking of playing football, D'Angelo Hall. He's been around for some time. He's had multiple injuries yeah. throughout his career. Uh, but the most, I think, toughest one or maybe the the most scariest one he's had to deal with as of lately is tearing the anterior cruciate ligament in his right knee. Um, how far is yeah. he away from playing or is he playing with it? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, now that it's, it's repaired, uh, he, sh- he should be able to come back. Yeah, ACLs are one of those things where uh, they're almost routine at this point. You hate to say it, but we've got a lot of practice with them. We know how to fix them. We know how to get people back from them. And you know, really, in the space of about six to nine months, people come back. You think about Wes Welker. Uh, you think about Adrian Peterson. These guys come back relatively quickly. The confidence takes a little while longer to really understand and feel that knee is back to 100%, but it actually – Really, medically, you're, you're as good as new at six months. There's actually some new techniques. Uh, if you don't have a complete rupture of the ligament, uh, there's a thing called internal brace, which we're seeing on, on thumbs, on uh, Tommy John uh, elbow injuries, but we're seeing it on ACLs and ankles as well. Uh, there was a college player last year who came back from a partial ACL tear in about six weeks. Uh, that's pretty extreme, but it shows you there are some really, poss- <laughs> really crazy possibilities uh, in the not-so-distant future. 
uh, you know, imagine an ACL tear where you can return in season. We live in very interesting times. He is Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with our injury analyst, Will Carroll. Will, last one for me. We've had a lot of conversation about Sam Bradford and his persistent knee issues. At this stage, is it just a matter of rest, healing on his own? No. I know the Vikings have a lot of question marks. What clarity can you give us? Unfortunately, not much. This is a maintenance issue. You know, he does activities. He puts weight on that knee. It moves around and it grinds because there's just not the cushion. Imagine having a car and everything's fine with the car, except it's got bad tires and a bad suspension. You can drive that car, uh, but you're not going to enjoy the experience. Uh, You're going to get banged around. uh, That tire is going to get worse. Every time he does pretty much anything, that knee swells up. So practice, the knee swells up. Uh, things are grinding bone on bone in there. They haven't found a way to maintain it, and they may not be able to. That's a great medical staff up there. If they haven't figured it out by now, they're probably running out of ideas, and this is the unfortunate thing. You know, it used to be that we would take meniscuses out of, you know, you tore the meniscus, you take it out. Big deal. Um, But now we realize that meniscus is in there for a reason, and you get that bone-on-bone, same sort of thing with Dwayne Wade. He goes through about four hours of physical activity each each day uh, just so he can play on on a back-to-back level. So it's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, So Bradford, uh, they might find something and get a a maintenance program, but uh, it, it doesn't look good right now. Will, great information as always. Thanks for joining us once more this week here on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Will Carroll, our injury analyst. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.